listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 138, where we will be discussing chapters four through six of the Red Scrolls of Magic. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. What? What? If you're not going to say it, I will. <laughs> I try. I try. I'm trying not to, but it's hard. It's awkward if you don't. It, it is. At it this is. point. Mm-hmm. Robin, you look really tan. I meant to tell you that. Tan? Yeah. Is it just the lighting? Yes. Okay. I do have a Birkenstock tan on my feet. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> From all summer. And then I was like, I'm not, I just, I wish the rest of my body could get that color. Although it doesn't really like, if I didn't have them off to where you could see the pale white in comparison it does it doesn't look tan at all yeah <laughs> it doesn't that's awesome we have soft white lights mm. in the bedroom so i think it's picking up on my warm undertones of my skin i like it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i like it a lot <sighs> this is how boring we are Yes. How's everyone's week? Um, uneventful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. I don't. I don't know how we Octobered. I know. Yeah, this past year has flown by, and I just mm-hmm. cannot believe it. Yeah, oh. I'm. Yeah, it's crazy. That's a no for me, dog. Dude. My kids got homecoming next week. Can hmm. you this shit? That's so crazy. Is she going to go? Is she excited? Uh-huh. I We never dressed up at my homecoming. Like, it's crazy to see all these kids now actually dressing up and stuff. We never did that. N- neither you did mean, like, I, I mean, there was a dance. Robes. But, but, like, yeah, our homecoming <laughs> was, like, immediately after the football game. Yeah, ours was, in too. In the commons. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. In, yeah. Exactly. And you wore your flared jeans. Yeah. You wore whatever uh-huh. you wore at the football game. Yeah, which it was cold, so it's always a hoodie. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Clearly. And and like Robin said, flared jeans, but they have to be, like, worn down on the back because they're too long mm-hmm. for you. And oh, then yeah. they have to be also soaked up to the back of your knee because it's raining, obviously. It's a right. rite of passage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, my kid doesn't, she's not a hoodie kid. She's a jacket kid. Weird. Fuck? I know. And it's, I'm like, wear a hoodie, but she's not a hoodie kid. That's a weird, weird. that's a weird stance I, to take as a Pacific Northwesterner. It is. It really is. <laughs> she has worn shorts every day. So she does okay, have that. That evens it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Lincoln likes to wear the hood all the time when he has a hoodie on. I found toys under the hood. Like he's that's hiding cute. them in the crook of his neck. And putting his hood on so he can smuggle them into daycare. He, he's a <laughs> genius. Yeah. <laughs> when I feel crappy, like under the weather, I put my hoodie hood on in my house or whatever. And I don't know. It just, I like it. And my husband was like, are you okay? Like, are you feeling okay? Because I'll do it even if it's like, I'm not sick. I'm just like emotionally, like I just need a break. Uh-huh. <laughs> And I was like, I'm fine. He's like, you're not, though. You're the hood's on. <laughs> I 
was like, <laughs> how did you know my secret? How did you find this out? He's it's like, Robin's oh, it's red dark light special. Robin. <laughs> He's like, dark That's Robin has meant. come out. <laughs> red light <laughs> What was that? Roxanne. That's what I'm thinking. The red light. Not, not TLC red light special. You don't gotta turn on the red light. Because she's a prostitute. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just so we're clear. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how that translates to wearing a hood. <laughs> because it's like your signal that you're in a bad mood. Oh my God. <laughs> I like that you went with that instead of the obvious bat signal. I like that better. Oh. <laughs> and I say obvious because it's Batman and Robin. That's why I said obvious. Not That's yes. fair. Yeah. Because you would. Yeah. I don't know um, if I also... have any tells. Sorry. Yeah, me neither. Mine is just that I'm I resting I'm bitch st- face. I just go mm. silent. Uh-huh. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not a quiet person. Nope. <laughs> so <laughs> it's an indicator. <laughs> Red flag. <laughs> oh, gosh. Good stuff. Stay toxic, peeps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. I love it. It's my favorite. Oh, okay. Look, I did want to say something about that book series we're reading that I know is not related <gasps> to this book series that we're reading. So, so I excited. got... I'm done with the second book in the series. Yes. And yeah, what you said. And as I'm getting through, there's a point in the book, which I don't know, Amanda, I'm trying, I'm going to convince her to listen to it eventually. Yeah, it's okay. In her life. I don't mind spoilers. Um, Where I like, there's a sentence that's said and a thought. And I'm like, I guess this, the reason the first book was the pace that it was. Mm-hmm. was so we could have this arc in this story in this second book uh-huh and as boring as it was i get it it makes sense it makes sense it was just it was it was tedious but i get yes. why although you know what i think i've been seeing this on tiktok is the graphic audio version of the audiobook where it's like basically like a full performance where they have like background noises and music and different character like different people voicing the different characters and they stuff. They do that? Sorry. Apparently, a podcast TV show? Kind of it's like a podcast audiobook kind of a thing. Oh wait, I guess that's probably how they used to do things before TV, huh? Yeah, l- uh-huh. like a radio yeah. show. So exactly. Dumb. Yeah. Yeah, but like the whole whatever but with a smutty book i'm kind of intrigued i kind of want to get i'm like dude is this gonna end up being another cassie claire thing where sarah j moss gets all of my money for every format of everything she (laughs) puts out um i don't think robin would listen to that tell your story that you told me today oh (gasps) dude tell me it was what i text you i'm like there were words that were said and you all laughed at me for saying being uncomfortable with sheath but it happened. It <laughs> happened in real life, in my life. And I will literally was like, ew, stop. And I said it audibly out loud <laughs> to no one in particular. <coughs> and then I started, I was gagging. It made me like, it was like. <laughs> <"Ugh."> 
And if it's anything, so like when I watch Outlander, I just fast forward through the scenes. I'm not into I, it. I do too. What? I am not one. into it. Mm-hmm. It's a little much for me on there. I don't know. Uh-huh. I what is I can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly because I, it feels awkward. Exactly. I don't know. I'm. It, it's not, mm. I love the show. I'm not ups, like whatever. But yeah, for oh, yeah, some yeah, reason yeah, yeah. that one it, that I don't know what it is, but I agree. It almost feels a little forced. Like, like maybe they don't actually have that connection. The actors together. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. I, I, you know I'm afraid like to fast forward in the book because I don't want to miss anything. Uh huh. Yeah. Don't you can't fast forward to the book you gotta do it so i didn't i didn't the whole but experience the, the one thing i do like is it's not too much it's not you know what i mean where it's yeah. like if you wanted to read that just read that mm-hmm. i want the plot and everything else along with it so. right yes oh, well it because you you were reading it i had to like do my reread i just skipped over the first book because no thanks right you've done it yeah but now I'm on book five. <laughs> I know. Wow. How did you do that so fast? How do you have that much time in your day? I just listen to it all day while I'm working mm-hmm. and while I'm cleaning and cooking and all the time. And I wake up at five o'clock in the morning. Okay. I get distracted. I was trying to listen to it while I was working and I was not listening. Same. Well, I can't do it. I- I've read them before, so I know what's That's happening. So it's fair. not super That's important fair. that I'm paying all of the attention. Uh-huh. That's why I decided I, to start reading Lady Midnight because that's what I was doing. I was just kind of like breezing through it. And I was like, wait, mm-hmm. what was that? Yeah. Well, is, once you get a hold. So I did the same thing. And once you get a hold of the characters, because it's a pretty big ensemble cast, I was able to listen to the second book successfully. And it was okay. very easy. But I had to read the first book. I had to tangibly know the characters because I read all of TMI on in book format and mm-hmm. all of um, TDA, but the infernal devices, I just read lady midnight and then I audio booked the rest okay. and I was able to audio book the last hours. Also, I did not have to read those to the like get into the story similar. and like, yeah. Okay. Huh. Which, but I think it was coming hot off of having that big ensemble cast in the dark artifices kind of prepped me for um, the last hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was just hard to keep all the names together. Mm-hmm. And who's this is what? why I'm a TV person. Does, whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah. I just have to remember faces. I don't need to remember names. Yeah. Like, what's yeah. your tits? <laughs> exactly. I, that's what I called Robin's son tonight. I was like, what's his face? He's literally <laughs> yeah. your what's child. <laughs> Literally her okay. child with the name of, like, every man in her family. Yeah. Same name. Fair. <laughs> yeah. It's fair. I went through all three of them today before I got to Sushi because it was her that I was trying to talk to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amanda, do you have something for us? I do. I need a moment to find it. Okay. I would just like to apologize that I have been slacking on my job of um, checking for reviews because I suck. Thank you, Robin. In my defense, this one's from the UK and I am not. (laughs) (laughs) 
And so I am a stupid As American. As punishment, only... you have to read this in a British accent. I'm just uh, no, <laughs> you don't want that. Please I promise. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's like more offensive. Like, how dare you? For yes. real. Weren't we? We were asked not to do that anymore, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> we were specifically asked not to do that anymore. Specifically, Kristen. <laughs> she was the only one brave enough to do it. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's funny because okay. my British accent in real life is actually way better than the one that I can do on the mic. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Oh, that's great. I tripped upstairs today, so. At a customer's house. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. And as I shut the door, I heard them laughing at me. <laughs> and she thought it was really funny. She's like, oh, my God, did you hurt anything? I was like, just my bride. <laughs> oh, all right, you guys. This is from KC Potts. Sorry, KC. I need to um, raise the brightness on my screen because I'm blind. <laughs> okay. Oh, and then I got this out of it. This is guys- 30. I'm a mess. Where are you, Casey Potts? Okay. Casey Potts 27 says, highly recommend. I started reading these books about 10 years ago and loved them. Before starting the last hours, I wanted to reread the books but had no time. That's when Downworld or Dish popped up as a recommendation. More people need to know about this podcast. I'll listen daily until I catch up, and I love it. It's giving me the recap I need on my drives back to to work and back. The discussions are perfect, and the chit-chat is definitely on my level. Not what I expected from my first time listening to a podcast, but I hope it never ends. Keep up the good work, and I really hope you guys get the recognition you deserve for your hard work. Aww. You guys see my you, Casey? I oh did. So thoughtful. Like seriously, when when Robin sent those in the chat today, I legitimately like I was like, I need this so fucking bad right now. <laughs> it was. It's amazing how whenever I'm having a really fucking bad day, like there always seems to be one of these, or like oh, we get a message or something, and I'm yeah. just like, fuck, you guys really like we're we're vibing. Like, yeah, you guys know when we need you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Much, much love. Very Seriously. much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you yeah. for taking well, the time. It's valid, whatever, validating. I keep saying that because it's funny. Anyway, I, <laughs> I, need when we, I need validation. When we sat down to talk about like the style of podcasts we wanted to do, I said if I was going to listen to a book one, I would want something where we they would recap it. It's entertaining. It's funny. It's in a new way, but I wouldn't need to go back and read the books. Like I could just kind of like, oh yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah, I remember that. So thank you for saying exactly what we were trying to do. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, thank you. Oh my gosh, you guys. What do we? How about we cut the chit chat? And kick things off with Robin's first recap of the Red Scrolls of Magic. Previously on Downworld or Dish. Magnus and Alec are on a romantic getaway in the City of Love. Paris looms out before them, the view from the Eiffel Tower a painting. While moving to their next adventure, a literally, wait, literal magic hot air balloon, (laughs) I typoed, and dinner... We get a recap of where we left off at the end of City of Glass and a quick glimpse into their vacation thus far. 
Their hot air balloon ride soon takes a dive when Alex spots some demons, and the duo pluck them off with cool expertise. And tell the balloon goes careening into a building. They're both thankfully unscathed, and Magnus rolls with the punches, getting them new clothes and taking them to dinner at a fairy restaurant. After dinner, on a starlit walk to their next adventure, they have a conversation about stars, sharing knowledge, and runes. And Alec is like, speaking of runes, let's go rue in your sheets. <laughs> <laughs> and they head back to Magnus's 1880s apartment for some heavy petting, only to be interrupted by none other than Tessa. She lays some heavy burdens on Magnus's shoulders about how the Spiral Council think he's a leader of a human demon-worshipping cult called the Crimson Hand. And in order to prove his innocence, he will have to dispatch the cult himself. Which, by the by, this cult is gaining power and doing some dark shit like killing for sport. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Magnus's memories from the creation of the cult have been definitely tampered with, but he has Tessa and Alex full confidence. When Tessa portals out and the couple are alone, Alec reassures Magnus that they're in this together and he isn't going to tell the Shadow Hunters anything. Arousal before counsel. <laughs> that was supposed to be rhyming like bros before hoes, but it was the closest I could get. It was great. <laughs> I love it. So their first night in Paris, Alec couldn't sleep, so he got out of bed. The bed he shared with Magnus, High Warlock of Brooklyn, the bed where only sleep happened and nothing else yet. Um, and Alec was pacing the room, like totally freaking the fuck out, uh, because he's living the dream. Literally, I have had this fantasy so many, many times. <laughs> <laughs> Except mine is not just Magnus, it's Magnus and Alec, and sometimes another character from another series later on that I can't talk about, but it is okay. also kind of weird because they're kind of related to Alec in a way, so we'll just not talk about that. Awesome. Okay. If, if you've read The Last Hours, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and you know me at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, So... Alec is freaking out because he doesn't want to mess it up. He's like stressing. He's like, I don't know what to do. And he is concealed. Don't feel right now. Uh (laughs) As Robin would say, but guess what? You guys, that has not changed in the week that they've been there. (laughs) He is still stressed the fuck out. (laughs) But Magnus is the one having trouble sleeping after Tessa's visit. He's sleeping very fitfully. And this whole crimson hand situation kind of put a wrench in their plans. Uh, but as long as he's with Magnus, who cares, right? But also, mm-hmm. fingers crossed they get it figured out before his dad finds out. Because Shadowhunters don't really have the greatest track record with downworlders. He's like, Fair. they did throw Simon in jail. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably get this cleared up. Right. So during his morning workout, Alec muses about his M.O. when it comes to new relationships. Quote, uh, he'd start the relationship with a feeling of total annoyance and minimal affection. <laughs> but it's you. <laughs> I'm pointing my finger at you. All of them. <laughs> Are we talking about Amanda? <laughs> no. Oh, we're talking about me. Oh, yes. This is true. Yes. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. (laughs) 
But Alec had never found Magnus annoying at all. Uh, he wasn't sure what to make of that. Uh, oh, sorry. This is a quote. Alec never had never found Magnus annoying at all. He wasn't sure what to make of that. Chaos swirled and orbited around Magnus like a cloud of glitter. And Alec's own tolerance of the chaos never ceased to astonish him. <laughs> I feel like this is you with me. Just like, I love you, you big lug. Yeah. chaos initiated um also he gets catcalled by some lady in french and so i had to google i had to do the I google did too. so it's beau gosse i guess which uh it is informal and it means good looking guy hot guy handsome man hunk, <laughs> hunk. which all of those things yes yeah alec is daddy um so when he gets home, Alec walks in on a scene that I can 100% relate to. Magnus is levitating in the middle of the room, <laughs> like surrounded by books and papers, like scattered, like all over, like, and all of the books from the shelves are like on the floor. <laughs> and there's more shelves. Yeah. Like, this is what it looks like when I'm in writing mode. Like, right. for sure. For sure. And honestly, while reading this chapter, I realized that I am Magnus and Alec is my husband. hundred <laughs> percent. He, I call it like my troll mode, right? Like when I'm in my writing, because <laughs> I'll be like hunched over the computer for like 12 hours straight, you know? And then I've got all my notepads and like, you know, I've made up a language because of course I have. And, you know, <laughs> like it's chaos. <laughs> chaos everywhere about this is how did Magnus do all of this? All he did was go swimming, Alec. Like he wasn't gone that long. Wasn't he sleeping when Alec left? (laughs) And he woke up, was already doing all of this. It was just like instant. He woke up and this was his plan. He's like, oh shit, I got shit to do. I guess with magic, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. I mean, except for like all the coffee pots. Holy crap. Yeah. It's like literally crap. How do you drink that coffee and then not instantly go poop? <laughs> I don't. Coffee doesn't do that to me. What? It oh, you don't have IBS? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> just me. Yeah. Coffee's poop juice. I'll sit my ass down on the toilet. <laughs> no, I can drink a whole pot of coffee and be fine. God. I think about coffee and I get diarrhea, bro. <laughs> oh. And I can drink coffee right before bed and still go to sleep. Like it just it. Ha- oh, I, oh I yeah, think I can do addiction. that. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, I think what I'm explaining is addiction. I'm realizing that I may have a problem. I'll get a caffeine like a headache, like a caffeine withdrawal, but I doesn't. I don't feel like it affects me being hyper at all. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. Stimulants don't work the same with people with ADHD. Uh-huh. Oh, right. yeah. Good point. <laughs> so what is it? So, but Magnus clearly has ADHD. A hundred percent. So, <laughs> which is why he's, he's focused. He's just while okay. he's drinking the coffee. Yep. It's making yeah. him focus. It's opposite. Okay. Yeah, it's opposite. I don't get jittery. I don't know what that is. Same. <laughs> he's in hyper focus mode, which is his superpower. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> so Magnus isn't writing smutty books though 
uh, it's basically scrap. He's basically scrapbooking his life, uh, <laughs> trying to pinpoint where the gap in his memory is. Okay, look. All I could think about after reading that was Amanda's mom <laughs> scrapbooking her Why, life. She scrap scrapbooking. Books? Yeah. Yeah. I wish, see, and this is the downside. While my hyper-focus can be used for good, um, my erratic uh, start hobbies and then leave them abandoned somewhere (laughs) is the reason I can't scrapbook. It's the reason Bryn's baby book has, like, two weeks filled out really intensely and nothing else in them. (laughs) Absolutely. I have half a crocheted pumpkin in my nightstand right now. Yep. Great. Yep, yep. Oh, okay, I have to read I have, this part. Um, oh, sorry. Yes. Go ahead. No, tell me. No. <coughs> I was just going to say the um talented and gifted uh PTSD, the tag PTSD. Mm. So if it's I can't do it perfect, I'm not doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. I, that's why I don't do hobbies. That's why I don't start anything. Cuz what's the point? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> You can yep. never, like, practice makes perfect sort of thing. No, I just have to be naturally gifted at it. Yeah. <laughs> and it has to be the best. <laughs> and I need all the praise. Yes. Because you get praise from school. That's where you get praise, is school. Right. <laughs> Robin's going to go back to college for the rest of her life. <laughs> just to get straight A's all the time. <laughs> My kid brought home schoolwork and he writes a plus on his stuff like he's grading his own papers <laughs> and it's a coloring that he did <laughs> fuck i wish i had that self-confidence it's adorable. <laughs> dude you should see me at a book signing people will come up to me and i'm just like you know what you probably you should probably go somewhere else you probably won't like any of my books <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk you out of, like, I know you've read my books and enjoyed them before, but you don't want to keep reading them. I promise that it's awful. Go away. (laughs) I am the worst. I wish I had the confidence of your son to grade my own work and be like, this is great. Good job. Your your covers all have A plus written on them. Oh, okay. I'm reading this little excerpt because it's got little Easter eggies for us. Okay. Alec looked at the photos as they floated by. One appeared to be of Magnus on a flying carpet over a desert, which I think this is from Bang Chronicles. We did get some info that something that we had mentioned before was from the Bang Chronicles. We have not, none of us have read it yet. So please no spoilers. Uh, the next was of Magnus at a ball in Victorian clothes, waltzing with a coldly beautiful blonde woman. We know who that is. Uh, Another showed Magnus with his arms around a handsome older man's shoulders. Alec leaned forward, squinting at it. He thought he could make out tears on Magnus's face. And then Magnus quickly magics the photo out of Alec's reach. And, oh my god, I think I would die out of sheer need of the cheese, man. Yes. Yes. And he takes it, he says so cool. And just as a note, yeah. I'm sure it's, this is my anxiety getting me. Uh-huh. The, we, the person that told us something was in the Bane Chronicles did not spoil. It was great. They did a really, yeah, it was great. It was a good message. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It, it was yeah. fine. Just like FYI, 
yeah we, for there's probably going to be a lot of those in here that we don't uh-huh. pick up we're right not away. seeing mm-hmm. and even just like oh you you guys will get to know about that in the vein chronicles which was basically what this message was that's cool yes but. yes appreciate much appreciated um yeah 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 so when i read that i was like is that that's got to be will right that's what i thought Unless there's somebody okay. else in the Bane Chronicles that this could be. But I think it's Will. Uh-huh. Which is handsome. why, mm-hmm. which is why, right, obviously, a handsome older gentleman. This is, like, for sure. Come on. But I think that would make sense for why Magnus would be like, mm, you can't look at that. Like, as more of a, like, that's going to be a weird, like, inception kind of. Yeah. We're not going to go there. Like. I've been acquainted with your family for like a century and a half. Like <laughs> that's a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I wonder what would make him almost like be brought to tears. Well, if Will was older, maybe it was like when he was gonna like he was Say getting older. Goodbye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair. Hmm. Oh, okay. Now I'm depressed. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My bad. <laughs> so, of course, Magnus is being cryptid, and it doesn't exactly help soothe Alex's anxiety or his jealousy, um, because he was totes jelly thinking Tessa had taken a glitter ride on the Magnus Bane Express. <laughs> <laughs> he was not having it. And then, it, and then he was like, okay, good. <laughs> And he wants to offer to help, but he realizes that maybe, like, sifting through centuries of Magnus's life might be a tad too intimate at the moment. Uh, and takes mm-hmm. his boyfriend's suggestion to go explore Paris. Paris. So, cue the Lizzie McGuire movie montage of Alex seeing all the things. Like, this is what dreams are made of. <laughs> <laughs> and because he's a nerd, like me... Alec looks for where the weapons cache is in like every old church he tours because of course he's touring all the old churches because why wouldn't you? (laughs) I would totally do that. Yeah. Yeah. So clad in his newly purchased red beret and black stripe, black and white striped shirt, um, Alec is eating a crepe and strolling across some famous bridge, which I think is basically what people do in Paris, right? (laughs) Yeah. Listen, I have to make a confession here to everybody, okay? These are my confessions. Yeah. Yeah. When I was a child, even after I was a child, until I was an adult, my grandma wore a beret all the time. A raspberry beret, even, if you will. (laughs) She had a bunch of colors, and so I thought it was really cool. And so she got me one, and I used to wear it all the time, too. And it was god awful. (laughs) there are pictures of you there are pictures of you in that beret Uh uh-huh i have never heard this story and i have to see a photo i'll i'll have to dig to find them but it was was bad i never wanted to wear one yeah that is all i'm glad i I had a ball (laughs) sorry yeah it was a bob a beret and a bob Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. She to was Amelie. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so where where are we? Sorry. It's okay. Oh, yes, his beret. Um so th- <laughs> things are going great. He is fully immersed in the Paris experience. Um when he f- spots two fellow shadow hunters. And as we know, Alec is the worst liar of our cast of characters, right? Like this is very very clear. It has been established. Uh, so he throws down an Uno reverse and hides until they're gone. It's <laughs> like, gotta go. Okay. I gotta, I have something to say. I have something to say. Um, This made me feel weird because as I know he is an adult, Um, mm-hmm. maybe it's just because of my age now and maybe you guys see it differently since you read it when you were this age. But I just... I don't know. It's hard for me to picture him as like this much of an adult that he is comparing himself with other shadow hunters. I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It just, it's weird. Like how often has he been around other shadow hunters that he would like go up to them and have a conversation? Like he seems like his life has been pretty sheltered at the Institute. Um, I don't know. I think since the, I think since he was an adult when the war happened, he was okay. probably involved in all of the things after all the meetings mm-hmm. and everything. Like he okay. would have been in all of that. So I feel like he's kind of like, well, and they're going to be able to see his like stuff. Like yeah. his, his runes. runes. Yeah. Like, like he spotted them like from across, like, I feel like it would be like, weird to just pass by someone when you're like we're both part of the same secret organization <laughs> right that's fair well, I'm guess. assuming yeah. if you're like if you're let's use the London enclave for an example you know all the members so I'm sure the Parisian enclave or whatever they call themselves they know all them so it's like who's who are you yeah are you want to travel new- year yeah uh-huh. what's up dog what are you doing here and then you have to be like ah uh, uh, uh. okay okay that and I feel like because our group was very central to the the war effort and mm-hmm. Alec is like a very like he he was kind of a big deal. I, I feel yeah. like everyone would know who he is. That's true. I know that that's brought up somewhere later. Not specifically about Alec, but about people. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. That's just my guess. Um, I didn't put that much thought into it, so... I'll take it. I like it. (laughs) So, on his way back to... (laughs) Let's talk again as you try to talk. You What did you say earlier? You like being interrupted? (laughs) (laughs) This is not the same thing. You Exactly. You are not a middle-aged man. Duh. (laughs) Because I haven't heard that joke ever. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm shutting up. So on his way back to the apartment, he calls Izzy. And Jace, of course, is in the background acting a fool. We wouldn't expect any less. Mm. Um, and the conversation is fucking hilarious. But I'm going to give you the the little highlights. So Izzy is all of us. Literally, she is all of us. Okay? She says, quote, how is Magnus? And I don't mean his well-being. Alec coughed. I mean, how are his skills? And I'm not talking about his magical ones, Isabel clarified. Love it. I literally laughed out loud when I read that. (laughs) 
skirts the question, uh, both because he doesn't know yet, and even if he did, he is way too shy to admit anything. <laughs> right, 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 right. He diverts attention by asking how Simon is, and OMG, Izzy has absolutely zero chill when it comes to the vamp boy. Like, yikes. She's like, I don't know. I, what, do, what do you mean? I don't ever see him. Like, whatever. I He's fine. Like, what? <laughs> like, could you be any more obvious? <laughs> She's like, it's not even like that. We're like totally chill. We're just Netflix and chilling. It's fine. We're right. just talking. We're not even seeing each other. We're just talking. <laughs> oh, it is my favorite. But back to business. Izzy is Alex OG Biffle. Okay. And has always kept his secrets. So he feels confident she won't say anything when he asks her to see if she can, like, dig up info on the Crimson Hand. And, like, he actually has a thought of, like, Magnus told me not to tell anyone, but Izzy's not anybody. Like, uh-huh. that's exactly what I think every time I'm going to tell Robin something that I shouldn't tell Absolutely. her. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's not like, if you tell me, you tell my husband. If you tell me, you tell my girls. Right. right, exactly. Yeah. Just specifically you two, because I have no other friends. So, right. like, that's fair. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a implied. Girl. It's implied. Right. It, yeah, I mean, come on. Come on. There are no secrets. Well, because Why am I, I have... asked to know? Sorry, Omar. <laughs> Priorities, man. <laughs> that has nothing to do with me, and I think it is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> It's a need-to-know basis, bro, and you didn't need to know. I guess not. (laughs) But there are some things Alec just isn't comfortable discussing with his sister. And for that, he has Jace. You guys, Jace, he never drops the ball. He always comes in clutch. So let's, let's explore this. Right. Are you sure about that? Okay, so he's talking to, to Jace, and he says, cool, um, Jace, can I ask you something? If you want something to happen, and you feel like it could, but maybe the other person is waiting for you to give a signal that you're ready, that you're maybe ready, no, that you're definitely ready, maybe, would, uh, what should you do in this, like, hypothetical scenario? There was a pause. Hmm said Jace. Good question. I'm glad you came to me with this. I think you should go ahead and give a signal. Great, said Alec. Yes, that's what I was wondering. Thanks, Jace. Hard work, hard to work out signals on the phone, Jace said thoughtfully. I think about various signals and I'll think about various signals and show you when you get home. Like one signal is for there's a demon creeping up behind you and you should stab it, right? But there's should be a different signal for if a demon is creeping up behind you, but I have it in my sights. That just makes sense. <laughs> I had to read this three times to be like, is he fucking with him? He's not, you guys. No. He's not fucking with him. No. He just completely doesn't, like, does not register. Yep. He's so dumb. What? 
<laughs> how? How? How is he this dumb? Well, my favorite part. Do you do you say at what what Jace does after that? No. Like when when oh, is he oh, getting ready to hang yeah. up the phone? Yes, yes. Delayed reaction. So he gets back on the phone with Izzy and he's like, okay, I, I love you. Bye. Or whatever. And she's like, wait, Jay says he thinks he misunderstood your question. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me because Jace is the, is the slutty one. Uh-huh. Like he's, he's the one that was like, Dating yep. and sticking his wick all over the place, all over New York. <laughs> and and he doesn't, like, it just doesn't, he's like, oh, I'm with Clary now, so I'm chased. And I don't remember mm-hmm. any of these things. What? <laughs> chase, chase. <laughs> <sighs> oh, my God. Okay. I'm like, it's it's hot in here, you guys. so magnus is still in the same position when alec gets back with snacks in hand uh boyfriend of the year award right there like if you do not if you leave the home when someone is in troll mode okay and you don't come back with snacks that's on you yes i know i saw this (laughs) meme because i am uh apparently i'm dry i don't know this is what my child tells me and i am still on facebook so i'm very old (laughs) But I saw a meme today. It was like, I never don't want iced coffee. And I'm like, yes. Don't call me and ask me if you can bring me a coffee. Just bring me a coffee. Absolutely. The answer, always, yes. The I will is, take what the kind? bathroom trip. Yes. yes. <laughs> I can't get over it. I can't, I'm not... What can't you get over? Are you thinking about me pooping? No. You said apparently I'm dry. Oh. I don't know. It's supposed to mean like I use the wrong emojis when I text or something. I don't okay, know. Okay. Does that like, is that supposed to mean like dry humor? I, maybe. I think so. I don't know. Have we urban dictionaried it? No, I didn't. We should. I do that when my kid says stuff so I don't get embarrassed and have to ask her. And then I pretend like I knew what it was. You can't use a laughing face anymore when you're actually laughing. You're supposed to use oh. a skull or something like that. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I don't get. I don't care. I, I I'm still gonna use kids. the laughy face. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah. She's like, I bet you use the sideways one, and I'm like, that's the cutest one, absolutely. <laughs> well, to me, the skull is like when you're laughing so hard you can't breathe because you're di- so you're dying. Yeah. 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 That's like, that's the LMFAO, if you exactly. will. Exactly. Right. Of emojis. Is the okay, skull. got it. This doesn't, okay. When a person is lacking the ability to communicate due to the opposite person receiving them to be anything else but fraudulent about their character or representation. What? Describes the act of starting meaningless conversation or interaction. Oh, okay. That's every person that tries to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> this could have been an email. Exactly. <laughs> that I wouldn't read because I have. Wait, hold on. Let me check. 
Oh, see, it must have purged. I only have 63,000. Unread emails. Yeah. So my fantasy football group had a little <laughs> bit of drama. Yeah. And one of the people messaged me on the side and was like kind of telling me about it. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, didn't you read the messages? And I sent him a screenshot of my phone. I had 943 unread text messages. <laughs> because they text so much. Wait, hold, okay, this is you, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is, but that was yep. all just one text thread. It's like, it was over the course of probably a week, maybe. Oh, okay. But, yeah, it's with 10 people, so there's a lot okay. of us. The group chat's Anyway, lit. it's, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, there is it's a lot. No, there is no prison. <laughs> I know. No modern day, like, not actual prison, but like social prison, like yeah. being stuck in a group chat with too many people. Dude, I have the notifications uh-huh. turned off because I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> 943 notifications it would have been in case you were wondering again. Gross. Gross. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so the hyperfocus paid off because Magnus found something. A picture of a shirtless like Magnus sitting at a table with Ragnar Fell, who's wearing a potato sack. Actually, I don't know if Magnus is sitting. I don't remember. He's in the picture though. Yeah. Right. And, and he doesn't have a shirt on, which is the most important part. Right. Obviously you remember that part. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (sighs) So Magnus remembers the drunken night that the picture was taken. And he remembers joking around, like being real drunk, like real, real drunk. He remembers joking around about starting a demon worshiping cult, but he can't remember the following three years. And he's like, look, I know it was like strong, but it wasn't that strong. Like it wasn't three years of missing memory strong. (laughs) So specific three years. It's so funny. Uh, So immediately Alec wants to help. It's kind of like his whole thing. Uh, But Magnus is understandably hesitant, right? They're both trying so hard not to fuck this thing up. Uh, and it's a problem because poor communication is the foundation of all fuckery. All right. <laughs> this is true. PSA, friends. PSA. I'm going to read this little part. This is, this is Alex's point of view. He was used to being part of a team. He wasn't used to liking someone so much but not knowing them inside out. He assumed that when Magnus fought by his side, it meant that they were a team now. Alec didn't know what to do if Magnus didn't want to be a team, but he knew one thing. Magnus, I'm a shadow hunter. Shutting down demons and their worshippers is part of the job. It's most of the job. More importantly, someone has to watch your back. You're not leaving me behind. Oh, I'm sorry. I need to swoon for a second. Okay. (laughs) This is why I love Alec, okay? Bear it all, baby. He does. Like, he's like, look, I got to, I'm just going to, here you go. Here you go. Mm -hmm. And I love that he recognizes that, like, what, what's going on there? Like, what his feelings are. And he can, like, access them, name them, and be like, oh, it's because I want us to be a partnership. Like, I don't know how not to be, like, joint effort here. And uh-huh. I don't want it not to be like that. Like, that's what I want. Oh, fuck. 
fucking get it, baby. So Magnus admits that he's not sure what they're going to find out in their search for his memories. He's like, I might even not like what I find. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what's going to go on. It's a risk that Alec is willing to take because, you know, lerv. So next stop is the Paris Shadowhunter Market. I'm sorry. The Paris Shadow Market, not the Shadowhunter Market because, no, not the same thing. (laughs) And Alec's like, oh, my God, really? Is it cute? Like... (laughs) It's apparently a total dump, according to Magnus. (laughs) Hey, guys. Editing Kristen here. Um, We are going to stop part one of this episode here. Um, We are about an hour in, and we had kind of a late night and a little bit of a mixeroonie. So part two of this episode covering Shadow Market and the other chapter that's name is clash by night those two chapters will be coming later today thanks for listening bye